In the past year and a half, we have witnessed lockdowns and isolation, churches unable to meet, families separated from loved ones as they die alone in hospitals and nursing homes, fear being promoted, mandates from the government and employers, censorship on social media and propaganda of turning in your friends and family who might be promoting hate and terror. The fact is, the enemy wants to control your mind and will do so by any means necessary. But the good news is, there is hope in Jesus. And today, we're going to talk about it. Welcome to Into the Age. Vince Seagal here with Doug Norvell. Uh, we'd love to chat with you today. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. There's quite a bit to talk about, and we want to get to it uh, quickly. But first, I want to remind you that the Bible tells us that God's wrath is coming without a doubt. It's going to come in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat, and more. Now, what if I told you, though, there was a way to be immune of this gruesome judgment? You can eliminate fear about the wrath of God and understand how to have peace in the end times by watching our brand new teaching video, The Seven Vials. Simply go to endtime.com slash DVD. Now, this month only, you can get your copy of the Seven Vials DVD with a gift of any amount. Some people have given $100, some have given $15. It's ranging all over the place. You can get it with a gift of any amount, and you'll be one of the first to receive our new lesson when it ships in September. So this lesson covers exactly what will take place as God's wrath is poured out on the earth and what you need to know to have peace during this time. So go to endtime.com slash DVD or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463, and you'll be one of the first to receive our new DVD. Doug, we're pretty excited about this one because it's uh, Dave's first solo DVD, so it's really exciting. So if you... um don't if you haven't done it already, be sure to do that. Intime.com slash DVD. You won't regret it. It'll be on Into the Age Plus too before it ships out, but that's not quite ready. I'm glad you to go said that yet. because I get it that a lot. Is this going to be available on Into the Age Plus? So I'm glad you said that. Yes, it will be. All right. So there that's you good. go. Let everybody know that. All right, Doug. Media and governmental mind control. That's not a thing, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Happens more and more every day. It seems like Vince. It does seem that way. Um, you know, I mean we. We come on here every day and we talk about all these different prophecies and everything. And I know that it gets, a, you know, it gets to the point to where people get a little bit frightened sometimes. But the great thing about it, like you said, there is hope. And we have many stories that we can talk about today from the Bible that reassures us of that hope. The one thing that um, you know, kind of inspired this, I believe, is that um, I feel like one of the deals that we deal with so much... Uh, from the enemy is he just wants to continue to use fear, you know, to keep us trapped in our mind, to make us think that we're not even saved. Sometimes when, when you're a born-again Christian, I was talking with a, a guy from our church last night, and I told him, I said, you know, 
one of the main things that we need to do is wear that helmet of salvation because the first thing the enemy tries to do is come and tell you, you're not really saved. God doesn't love you. You're not a real Christian. A real Christian wouldn't think that. A real Christian wouldn't say that. You know, so the enemy's always attacking our mind, and we see it more and more, I think, in the world as we get closer to the return of Christ. Or so. that you can't be a Christian. You've done all this stupid stuff. Right. And so, have you ever been paralyzed by fear? Uh, yeah, right before we come on the program. <laughs> no. Every day. <laughs> we kind of had that discussion, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, paraly- I'm not paralyzed, I, I would say. Uh, but, you know, fear does creep in sometimes just because we're human. So yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you start getting a little soreness in your body and you start wondering what it could be. And uh, you start dreaming up all these things of what it might be. And your great-grandfather had this condition and maybe it's coming through you and all this <laughs> stuff. These things happen and they very rarely come to pass. But but fear is a very dangerous thing that we shouldn't allow to yeah. take over. And we felt like this is something that... Um, when we look at the news and when we, um, anywhere you look nowadays, there's fear being pushed. And, you know, one thing is a prophecy ministry. We can get accused of that mm-hmm. ourselves because we are talking about some pretty gruesome stuff. I mean, the yeah. wrath of God, when you start reading about that, <laughs> that can be scary. Yeah. Yes. Um, a war that's coming that's going to kill a third ma- mankind. That sounds like we're saying you should be scared about this. There's a lot of these prophecies that are coming that would be scary if you're looking at him through an earthly perspective. Right. However, when you know everything that we've come to know, that the light has sh- uh, shown upon for us in our journey with Jesus, we don't have to be scared anymore. That's right. And that's one thing we try to do is is uh, these things are coming that, that can be scary, but because we have hope in Jesus... We don't have any reason to be afraid in spite of the circumstances. Uh, there's many believers in China and in North Korea and in Afghanistan that are being persecuted for their beliefs. And while I uh, don't want them to be in that position, and I don't ever want to be in that position, I don't want my kids to be in that position, uh, the fact of the matter is because we have Jesus, we don't have to be fearful. Christians don't have to be fearful in those circumstances, even to that extreme. Right. And so we need to combat fear with faith. We need to remind everyone that God hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And that while fear might have a hold of you today, it doesn't have to have a hold of you by the end of this broadcast. We're going to be talking about scriptures and news articles and everything else in between. And we want to hear from you as well. Give us a call at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. You know, Doug, I'm confident that today people are going to be released to some fear. Spirit's going to move in on their mind and release some some fear out of people that have been uh, paralyzed a little bit. I think so as well, Vince. Um, you know, the Bible tells us that the thief comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. Uh, but the Lord said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That's a promise from Jesus. He's already conquered this world. He already came and he died for our sins. And so anything that the enemy has... It's, it's a weak threat. Even though uh, our enemy might be able to destroy this body, he can't take our life, our eternal life that Jesus gave us on Calvary. So the Lord's already come and he's already won this battle for us. That's a great way for us to understand how um, you know, we, we have that life more abundantly because we don't have to live in fear. We can live in faith knowing that Christ has already won this battle for us. Absolutely. And I do want to remind you, if you're on Facebook, 
please hit the share button. Please hit the heart icon. It helps us get through the algorithm and get into people's feeds and help them to uh, watch our videos. And so we're very appreciative when you do that. I will say that the message that we're talking about today needs to be heard by every Facebook user because they're being inundated uh, with with fear and with news that's bad. And if the post isn't bad, there's going to be a, a COVID false information. Click here to read the facts a notice yeah. that comes up. You post about your kid these days and that'll pop up on you. Uh, but everywhere you look on Facebook, uh, that is what's being spread. And if you share this video, it's going to help get uh, some good news out. And so please do that. Uh, also join us on the phone. We'd love to chat with you. one 877 time one 363 8463 Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Doug, there is media and governmental mind control that is uh, taking place. It might not be the Manchurian candidate or anything like that. Yeah. Um, some people believe that it, it is, <laughs> but um, more so it's yeah. through messaging. More yeah. so it's through um, the repeating of the same information over and over and over until everyone believes that it's true. Yeah. And so we've seen it many times. Everyone's probably seen the viral clip where you've got Fox News, you've got MSNBC, you've got anchors from all the different uh, networks yeah. saying the same exact, exact thing same like thing. they're reading from the same script yeah. and it would appear that the fact is like I said that it would appear that the fact is uh, that <laughs> they like are it. reading from the same script yeah. and so 
there is a mind control aspect happening where we're going to send out the messaging. And so if we inundate people's minds enough, whether it be length of time or also frequency, they're going to start believing this. And so that's how we get controlled is because we willingly sit down or you know, consume it through our tablets these days or our phones. And we consume this information over and over and over and over right. again. And before long, you know, we've heard about all these deaths and all this, all this scary stuff happening. And then we wonder why we're depressed. <laughs> right. We can't figure it out. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we would often argue that when you start filling your brains with hopeful things, when you start reading the scriptures, playing the audio Bible, doing all those things, all of a sudden your perspective starts shifting Absolutely. and the fear starts slowly melting away and now you become a happier person. Your <laughs> wife's not mad at you anymore. Right. All these things start happening and it's simply because you um, governed what you were consuming. Yeah. And you know, during the the past year, during the lockdowns, uh, there was a lot of depression because a lot of people were uh, feeling like you know, there wasn't any hope. They're locked down in this place and they can't get out and they're watching the media. They're watching things over and over again like you're talking about, Vince. And and it was just putting that, that spirit of depression, that spirit of fear on people because they felt isolated and alone. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's one of the ways that the enemy tries to attack you is to isolate you and make you feel like you're alone, like you have no one. So it's just something to think about. Um you know, as we move forward through this. All right. Well, let's get to the news stories because you wanted to highlight the fear, division, and isolation that they're pushing. And we want to combat that with faith and unity. And so we want to start by sharing one of the news stories that is going out that's trying to push this fear. Um, And I think you wanted to display a photo during this time. Okay, so I'll start reading. It's uh, from U.S. News. The Department of Homeland Security on Friday issued a new National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin warning of the threat of extremist violence as the coronavirus spreads widely again and the 20th anniversary of September 11, 2001 terror attacks approaches. If we can pull that uh, uh, image up, it would be much better for them to look at than my ugly mug. But um, these threats include those posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievance-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other malign foreign influences. The threats are uh, exacerbated by impacts of the ongoing global pandemic, including grievances over public health safety measures and perceived government restrictions. These extremists may seek to exploit the emergence of COVID-19 variants by viewing the potential reestablishment of public health restrictions across the United States as a rationale to conduct attacks. Pandemic-related stressors have contributed to increased societal strains and tensions driving several plots by domestic violence extremists, and they may contribute to more violence this year. The bulletin notes that foreign and domestic actors continue to spread on uh, line misinformation and calls for violence against officials, law enforcement, government, and religious buildings and people with opposing ideological views. Some of these calls for violence are connected to conspiracy theories on perceived election fraud and alleged reinstatement and responses to anticipated restrictions related to the increasing COVID cases. Yeah. And so... 
that graphic that was up there, you could see this is one of those things that the um, Homeland Security, the Department of Homeland Security put out. That was actually from NBC News. They used it there on their broadcast. But it, it put people who are against the uh, variants, the, the mandates for the uh, for the virus and for the vaccines and things like that, if you've got any kind of COVID uh, disagreement going on there you're number one on that terror alert list and then number two was the if you believe that there was election fraud and that president trump could be reinstated you're number two on that list so there's a lot of people in that category right now vince there's a lot of people that uh you know they get their information from other sources than main uh stream news and so there's a lot of people that are on board with those first two things that it talks about, you know, that can put you on this terror alert list. Now, there were some things that happened today in Washington, too. I haven't got all the information about it yet, but there was a bomb threat there. Um, So, you know, there are some people that are extremists. There are some people that are out there doing some things. But this is the type of thing, when you start seeing that people that might be like-minded and have the same ideas that you have are put on a terror list that's got to concern you a little bit especially living in this country where you think you have the right to free speech and you have the right to um, maybe go against what the government is saying you know in in your mind anyway and think i don't agree with that i don't line up with that um, you know thinking and that shouldn't make somebody a, a terrorist or be on a terror alert but yet here we go that's mainstream media promoting this and showing this is what Homeland Security has said. Well, we have freedom of speech as long as it's not harmful speech. Right. Don't you know this, Doug? Yeah, absolutely. You can't say things that will upset people. Yeah, and it seems like it's... Never mind. I'm just going to be quiet. (laughs) Well, you know what's interesting is is Twitter removes people. Mm -hmm. They've removed a particular high-profile individual. Yes. I shall not say his name. Um, But the Taliban is alive and well on Twitter. Yeah, still up and functioning. Very interesting. It's very interesting. I guess as long as they don't tweet the bad stuff, they can do all the other things and it's okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not hurting nothing, right? Probably not. Yeah. No. Mm. All right. Uh, (laughs) FBI urges monitoring of family members and peers. Now, this is particularly troubling, Doug. The Federal Bureau of Investigation warned Americans over the weekend to keep an eye on friends and family members for signs of mobilization to violence as part of the Biden administration's continued focus on domestic extremism. Family members and peers are often best positioned to witness signs of mobilization to violence, help prevent homegrown violent extremism, learn how to spot suspicious behaviors, and report them to the FBI. Yeah, so that right there is really surprising that that they're telling people to do that because... You look at that and it's like, okay, so if you hear conversation in your home and you report that conversation, this almost sounds like Nazi Germany to me. It sounds like some of the stories you hear, you know, from World War II and when, uh, you know, if you hear your family say something that goes against what the Nazi regime was promoting, then, you know, you need to report this. And then they would come and take people away, you know, for – you know, re-education and things like that. It's that kind of mentality that kind of makes you see something like that and go, wait a second. 
Uh, but you know, Dave, earlier this week, he taught on the beginning of sorrows. Mm-hmm. And in that scripture where Jesus says that, one of the things it talks about is it talks about your fellow friends, your your family, people turning on one another. And it says because of the world, many's hearts will grow cold and they'll be offended and they shall turn on one another. Those are the beginning of these sorrows and that's what we're beginning to see the enemy promote. Now, I'm not saying that that is what's going on here. I'm just saying that the enemy being the devil is behind the fear that's being driven in the things that are being said right now. Man, we got a lot of noise outside the studio. I don't know if that's coming through, but we've got some work going on and you can hear it. Um, but rest assured, we're safe in here right now. Uh, but anyway, that's what, the, that's what the enemy tries to do. He tries to push that fear. He tries to separate people and, and turn people on each other. Uh, we watch, you know, I mean, when you think about uh, what happened the night that Jesus was arrested and you think about Peter, he's isolated, he's alone. Jesus has been arrested, he's been taken from him and he's there among the people and he gets spotted and someone says, wait, you were with him, you're one of them. And what happened to Peter? He freaked out, he got scared and what he say? No, I, I don't know him, I'm not with him. And other people recognized him and said, yeah, no, I'm sure you were with him. And he, no, I don't know the man. And, and so that's what happens when the enemy isolates us and begins to create that fear. We see it throughout the Bible that those things happen. Um, so anyway, just one of those examples that you can take from Scripture. Well, what's interesting, Doug, is we're encouraging family members and peers. And, and I suppose if it's the case, it would be a good thing. Not I suppose. It would definitely be a good thing if your uncle's back there making some crazy stuff in the back room. Uh, you know, and he's about to go do some. I don't want to say anything. To, right. I don't want the FBI knocking on my door. Right. So if 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 you got a family member doing crazy stuff, it's probably a good idea to report them. Yeah. Uh, to me, the problem is all the family drama that can exist. You know, you've got uh, Aunt So and So who doesn't like you and your political perspective. Yeah. Or oh, you haven't done the latest thing that is being promoted to be done. To everyone, or else you could lose your job. Yeah, and you haven't done that, and so I'm going to call you in. You do that very well, by the way. What? <laughs> like dance around it, so you're not saying anything that's going to get us flagged. I like. What it. am I you're, saying? You're doing great. Go ahead. Um, you know, <laughs> she may report you because yeah. you don't align with her views. Yeah. Because she wants, she might be sincere and really want everyone to be safe. Right. And so, that's where I start. And and then I guess there's also I have friends. Growing up, they would have called and reported their parents just because they were mad at their parents. Right. And so then, <laughs> like, what is all this? You know, yeah. speaking of disinformation, we're relying on potentially a lot of disinformation coming in to uh, maybe wrongfully um, get, get, people's, get people to have attention on them. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess we will. It, but that's where it gets a little... A little worrisome. Absolutely. Well, we are taking your calls today. The number to call is one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana will be in Richmond, Indiana this weekend, along with Kara and Judy. So you'll want to make plans to be there if you're in the uh, Richmond, Indiana area. It's kind of right in between Indianapolis, Indiana, and Dayton, Ohio. So any of those areas, if you want to make your way out to Richmond and meet Dave and Jana. 
and Kara and Judy, that would be a great time to do it. Uh, they'll be there Saturday, August 21st at 6 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future. And then on Sunday, August 22nd at 11 a.m., he'll be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments with a uh, question and answer session to follow that. You can learn about the exact location, times, every bit of detail that you need at endtime.com slash events. You'll see it at the top event there. Uh, for this coming weekend, so make plans to attend. All right, Doug, another article, shall yeah. we? Yes. Um, Dr. Lena Wynn, CNN analyst and distinguished fellow at the Fitzhugh Mullen Institute of Health Workforce Equity at George Washington University, <laughs> has caused a stir due to her recent declaration on CNN that, quote, it needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. With France implementing a mandatory health pass and private companies like Morgan Stanley requiring vaccinations for employees to return to work, we can expect more protests and challenges around the world. Those cases are likely to focus on whether mandatory requirements are based on medical or political imperatives. Uh, Wynn's comment is likely to be repeated in many uh, filings as another case of saying the quite Uh, The quiet part out loud. She appears to advocate measures defined to coerce people to take vaccinations due to the continuing refusal of a sizable number of people. Wynn is a well-known medical analyst and the former head of Planned Parenthood. So, yeah. So this is one of those things I think we're beginning to see an uptick in. We're starting to see, I am, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to see more on social media where people are... um, you know, kind of coming at you and it's right in your face and they're blaming you for uh, making other people sick or that you, I heard one teacher say in, uh, on TikTok that she's, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> was I not supposed to say that? No, you can say it. Just, okay. I can't imagine you uh, consuming content I, on TikTok. I know, it's, I can't either, but I get things from all kinds of people, from listeners all over the place. But anyway, I, I heard this teacher say that, um, a student not wearing a mask to school is like a school shooting. It's like having somebody come in with a gun and begin to start shooting people. And a teacher, you're, you're not making this proclamation. No, th- this teacher said this, this on the video. Said it on and, and I've heard other things where it said that you know unvaccinated people are responsible for killing you know people because we're making them sick. But I mean, we're I'm completely healthy. At least at this point I'm completely healthy. So I don't know how I'm making somebody even that's vaccinated get sick. Doug, you don't even try to dance around it. You I don't. It. I just say it. It's it's just in me. I can't dance. <laughs> I can't okay. Do it. Anyway, but yes. So these are things, you know, Vince that we see in the media that's being pushed in our face all the time. So this would create fear. It creates division. It's got people who are, are, you know, normally friends. Now they may not be friends on Facebook anymore if you disagree with them about the Fauci-ouchie. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. Um, We're going to be talking about uh, faith and hope after the break. We do want to hear from you. The number to call is one 877 time. 1-877-363-8463. Perhaps you have thoughts on whether the government's trying to mind control or not. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. 
This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the Book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at one 877 time 1-877-363-8463. I want to remind you again that Dave and Jana and Kara and Judy will be in Richmond, Indiana this weekend. Dave's going to be talking about the future and breaking prophetic fulfillments. So you want to make plans to be there if you're in the Richmond, Indiana area. Also, you can learn more about the venue and other details around the conference at endtime.com slash events. Also, we get lots of calls and emails about the wrath of God and the great tribulation and people uh, mix the two and think they're a little bit of the same. And so people are scared about the wrath of God. And so we thought it was necessary to put out some information on the wrath of God. And that's what uh, the, the motivating factor was, or at least one of them, for creating the Seven Vials DVD that Dave has done. And it's now available. Um, it ships in September, but you can go ahead and get it this month. Uh, for a donation of any amount. So go to endtime.com slash DVD. We're going to clear up the misconception about the wrath of God. And we're going to give you hope that that you don't have to uh, go through those judgments that are coming, but you can be immune from them. And so you want to learn all about that by going to endtime.com slash DVD or calling us at 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. And like I said, a donation of any amount will get that DVD shipped to you. Uh, you'll be one of the first to receive it when it ships in September. So don't delay. Uh, make sure you do that today. It's available. It's rhyming there. You hear me? Yeah, okay. I heard that. Just making sure it was acknowledged. Yeah, it was good. All right. So we talked about some fearful stories that are out there trying to uh, guide people's thought process and what's coming. And there's a lot of fear pushed into there right. to try to uh, create action. What's next? Well, now we're going to move in, shift into our hope and, and kind of see where the Lord has given us examples in the Bible of where he's been there for his people. And he's done some miraculous things. There's been miraculous things throughout history in the Old Testament of what God has done. And we serve the same God today that they served in the Old Testament. Amen. Amen. So Joshua 6.1 says, Now Jericho 
was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given unto thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times and the priest shall blow with the trumpets and it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when when ye hear the sound of the trumpet all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall send up a, up every man straight before him yeah so in this part of the Bible, when we're reading this, we, you know, this is the remnant of the Hebrew children that God brought from Egypt. And this was now Joshua's leading them. Moses has died. They've come across the Jordan into the promised land. And one of the first things they come up against are the walls of Jericho. The really cool thing about this, Vince, is when you go to Israel today, you can go to the city of Jericho there and you can see the proof that this existed, that this happened. Uh, the walls were actually blown out from the inside out. They, they flew outward. And all that they had to do was they had to be obedient to what God told them to do. And they didn't even have to pull their swords. They just walked around the thing. And I'm sure that the enemy sitting up there in, you know, behind the walls of Jericho were, were laughing and mocking them and make fun of them. I think VeggieTales has a really good story about they that. They do. It includes slushies. Yeah. And, but <laughs> as they do it, all they had to do was be obedient, to walk around it once every day for six days. And then on the seventh day, they were going to blow the trumpets, and everybody was going to shout at the same time. It was a unified thing that God told them to do. Trust in me. Do what I'm telling you to do. Come together and do this. I, what do you think people were talking about, Vince? You think there were some folks going, okay, this is ridiculous. We're just going to walk around this place and then we're going to blow a trumpet? I'm sure there were some people thinking some of that stuff. I would imagine like the crazier thoughts were coming from the people in Jericho. Inside like, Jericho. Looking down on those guys like, yeah, these what are idiots. they doing? Now, I know they were fearful. They knew, they knew about them. Yeah. But still, it's like, there's no way this is going to work. Yeah. I would imagine. But people, then it, people that didn't believe. Right. But then it did. God delivered and he, he delivered Jericho to them. So what so, good is that for us today? That we need to be unified as a body of Christ and we need to realize that we worship a God who loves us and who's going to do the things he says he's going to do. There are promises made specifically for us in the times that we live in. We're going to get into that as we go down through this. And, and talk about some of those things. But those promises are here for everybody. And, you know, it, it's very key that we follow God's guidance and what he tells us to do. Mm-hmm. So, You know, Doug, I know people who are scared to death about the circumstances of our day. Yeah. They're scared about this disease, this sickness that's going around. Uh, they're scared to the point where they don't want to leave their home. Presently, mm-hmm. right now, it's been... A year and a half since they have basically left their home. Yeah. Um, there are people that way, and I look at that and I go, you know, this story helps remind me that no matter what the adversary is, sometimes it might be a physical wall, right. or sometimes it might be a sickness that you can't see that could get on you. 
and kill you potentially or make you very sick, whatever the case may be. Um, But either way, no matter what obstacle stands in our way, when we rely on the Lord, we can navigate anything that comes our way. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. And, and, and it may even be death. Yeah. But guess what? We can navigate that. Right. God's going to help us through that. Yeah. And so it helps remind me that it doesn't matter what obstacle we face, that when we trust in the Lord, obey Him like you've said, um, things can happen that seemed impossible. Exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. The, the impossible that. becomes possible when you start relying on God. Yeah. And it's, so, he puts the super and supernatural. There you go. What else can we come up with? Teamwork makes the dream work. There you go. <laughs> well, we better get to the phones. Yeah, let's up do a little. That. All right, uh, Darletta, uh, Daryletta, excuse me, in Indiana, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Um, I'm seeing one thing on TV and hearing the other thing on the phone, so I'm totally different. So I was afraid I was watching the wrong thing on TV. Well, you might be. <laughs> if, if you're watching us and you're hearing something different, <laughs> let's find well, out. All right. So it's an old show because you're talking right now. And But anyways, on this show, you made the comment <laughs> about um, you were talking around about talking about the vaccine and different things. Well, I'm here to tell you that my granddaughter had COVID last week when she was with me. She had been with me for the summer and went home last Thursday. I am not vaccinated. Can I say that? I am not vaccinated, and I am not sick. Because I claimed in the name of Jesus I wasn't getting this. And I'm okay. I'm awesome. And, Doug, Sunday I'm getting baptized. Well, praise the Lord. That's (laughs) awesome. I told Vince we spoke. We spoke on the phone and we, we prayed about some things the other day. So fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, I found a church that I know somebody that goes there and I couldn't remember the name of the church. I just knew it was in Ellisville mm-hmm. and that was on the list. And so I just got off the phone with the pastor there and um, he's all excited. He's also him and his wife are going to um, do Bible studies with me and um get me where I, you know, bring me up to speed on what I don't know. Well, (laughs) praise the Lord. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Daryl, that's the best call all day, even if you are watching the wrong show on your TV. (laughs) We're we're glad you called and shared that with us. We're glad that you're doing well. um, And we're glad that you have made the decision to be baptized. You know, we get people that call here and email us and send uh, forms through our website, wanting to be baptized, wanting to be connected to a church. And we're here for everyone out there. If you need to be connected to a local church in your area, if you need to be baptized, we want to help you navigate that step. Um, so and you give guys us a, did. Well, thank you, Daryletta. We appreciate that. We're glad that you, that you did call and get it connected to us uh, so we well, could help Sunday, you in that way. Sunday, I'm coming out of that water speaking in tongues. I'm claiming it right now. All right. There you go. Praise God. All right. Well, thank you for your call. Uh, And if you want to get help connected to a church, um, give us a call. Email us. um, Go to endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there that you can fill out. And we'd be glad to connect you to a church in your area and uh, help you get baptized. Whatever you need, we want to be here for you. We also pray for your requests on that form. You can put a 
prayer requests in there as well. And our team gathers at 8 a.m. every single morning, and we will mention you and your need. So go there and do that. Uh, we would love to uh, help pray with you during those times. Now, uh, David, uh, excuse me, not David, your name's Doug. <laughs> That's right. And we're going to talk about the story of David. In First Samuel 17, it says, And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. So think about this. I know that a lot of people have heard the story of David and Goliath. But, but think about it, Vince. You've got this powerful army, the army of Israel. You've got the powerful uh, army of uh, the Philistines. But yet instead of having this engaging battle where they are just out there just fighting, you know, every man for himself out there basically, what happens is they send this humongous warrior, this giant that's over nine foot tall out there and he says okay let's let's settle this my way send your greatest warrior out here to face me a giant and if i win then you'll be our slaves but if your guy wins we'll be your slaves so it's intimidation and fear this guy was huge he was over nine foot tall uh you know who knows how how big his sword was how big his spears were it tells us in the bible how much they weighed that you know, like his sword weighed 15 pounds and I can't remember everything and how much it weighed. I think like his breastplate was like 100 pounds. And so the, the guy was just huge. He was scary to look at. And just like you were saying a while ago, we face things in life, no matter what it is, it can be a giant like that to us. It can appear to be something that we could never defeat. But yet, look at what happens. This army is scared. They're afraid. And then the next thing that happens is... David comes along. David, David said, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord. Now, I just got to stop here and say that we can't fight the enemy the way the enemy fights. Right. We can't get in there and fight the way they do. We have a much more powerful way of doing things. Yeah. When we start praying and going, you know what? I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to keep on going. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to process that. Amen. The You're enemy's like. Now. Man, I don't know how to stop this guy or this girl. Yeah. They are continuing to pray. They're continuing to read yeah. their Bible. They're continuing to go to church. They're continuing to walk with the Lord and look at all this stuff I put in their way. Yeah. I don't know how to fight that. Because yeah. the enemy doesn't know how to fight the way we fight. No, he doesn't. And so David says, I'm not coming that way. I'm coming in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. We're going to read the rest of that passage when we get back from the break. We'd love to hear from you. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We have more hope uh, and love to give you after the break. So don't go anywhere. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. 
Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. I want to remind you to get the seven vials today. This month only, you can get it for a donation of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash DVD. Uh, we have a trailer posted there so you can get a, a uh, I guess, a early preview of what it will be like, kind of explain what it's about. So go there, endtime.com slash DVD and a donation of any amount. Uh, we'll guarantee that we ship you uh, one of the DVDs before anyone else. Um, so yeah, make sure you do that. And then you can also call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. Before the break, we were reading about the story of David and Goliath. And how David responded to Goliath. I'll continue there with 1 Samuel 17, verse 46. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee, and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the... We might get censored just from reading this, Doug. <laughs> and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel... And, this, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed, <clears throat> excuse me, over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Yeah, so just like God had promised, he delivered this enemy to David. David knew that God was going to do that. And David faced the giant with a sling and a stone. And, you know, there was that back and forth that we didn't talk about where the giant acted like he, you know, Goliath was just insulted by the fact that, you know, you sent a boy out here. Like, what am I, a dog that you come at me with sticks? And David showed him, my God is going to deliver you into our hands today. So just another faith story to show us that when, when we're understanding that we're not alone. I mean, David knew he was walking out there as a young shepherd boy, but he knew he wasn't alone. He knew God was with him and not just God, but the armies of heaven gave him that confidence, you know, that my God is going to deliver you into my hands. And he told David, uh, told Goliath straight up, this is what's going to happen. And that's what happened. Um, and it's just one of those stories like what you said before. We're not fighting against 
these physical battles like this, but ours are spiritual, and we face those spiritual giants. And and so that was very good what you were talking about earlier. That's why I said preach because that's that's exactly you know what the point that I'm trying to get across to everybody. Well, Doug, and we're going to need to tap into that more than ever before. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. the things that we know are coming according to Bible prophecy is going to require that we behave that way. Yeah. Uh, that we set aside fear and that we set aside all the distractions that are coming. Yeah. It doesn't matter what my employer mandates. It doesn't matter what my government mandates. I have to set that aside and say, you know what? That's not how it's going to be Yeah. for me as a citizen of heaven. Right. Like... It doesn't matter what you try to bring my way. It's not going to rock me off of where I'm at. And that, that's I'm the on key. a God-given purpose. That's right. Who can, take me, who can take me off of it? Right. I mean, I know life happens, and it really, really stinks sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, there's power in a made-up mind. Amen. And it doesn't matter what comes your way. If you have a made-up mind, mm-hmm. nothing can shake you. That's right. Oh, man. That foundation that you're talking about, to, to have our feet... On solid ground, like, you know, I mean, that's just, there's nothing that compares to that. Nothing can shake us if we're on that solid foundation of Jesus Christ. Well, and that's what's so powerful about the book of Acts. When you start reading about the disciples and their actions, and not just the disciples, but the entire church in the book of Acts, when you start reading about what they did and what they were able to accomplish to the Spirit, like... And what they were up against. That's right. Yeah. A world government that had total control in their area yeah. that told them to shut up. Like, right. you aren't allowed to gather together in his name. Yeah. And they said, have we heard that? Thanks for the notice. This past year? Guess what? <laughs> not only are we going to gather in yeah. his name, we're going to do it in the temple where you can see us. Right. We're not going to hide. Right. We're going to come out and do it. Yeah. And uh, many, many great things happened. Yeah, it did. They, they shook the world. They really did. And, and we served the same God, like I was saying before. Pretty amazing. Well, when you're on a God-given purpose, it doesn't matter what comes your way. Right. It's going to happen. Amen. So that's the key is to really tap into the Spirit yeah. and know that what you're doing is what He wants you to do. Yeah. And, and, so, and, and that's what I'm hoping everybody understands from this today is to tap into that God-given purpose because we all have that. And, and there is a, a higher calling that we all have. The, the Bible says that the Lord calls us by name. He, it's not uh, by chance that you were called. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he calls you. He knows exactly who you are, exactly where you are in life, and exactly what you're dealing with. But he loves us in spite of who we are, and he can use us in spite of who we are. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I think the Lord wants to deliver people some fear. Yeah, I, do too. Uh, I think he wants to deliver people from fear. I know there's people watching this. There's people yeah. listening to End of the Age right now that are struggling with fear. And I want you to go to endtime.com slash contact. Fill out that form and put prayer requests down there. And, and share with us that, that you're struggling with fear. And our team will pray for you. Uh, if you need prayer right now in the moment, call our number, 800-END-TIME. Uh, we have people that are able to pray with you over the phone. Um, we don't have a lot of people that are available, so sometimes we're a little limited. But we do our best to make time for everybody that calls. And so uh, go to that form. That's the best way to do it. Fill out a, a form that, and, and um, select prayer requests, and our team will pray for you. And we're believing that God's going to deliver you from that fear. And if you need to be connected to a local church in this process to help you navigate that, we can certainly help you that way as well. All right, Doug. Okay. I'm feeling some release. 
Yeah, me too. I can I mean, see it happening. Yeah. I can Amen. see people watching on their phones right now and the scales being ripped from their eyes. All that stuff that the news has put in them yeah. is coming out. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Let's get that fear out. <laughs> put that faith in. All right, Judges 6, starting in verse 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, talking about Gideon, and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thy mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our, our fathers told us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. So Gideon, you know, the Lord found Gideon hiding in a, in a wine press uh, harvesting wheat. And, and so he, he called him a, uh, a mighty warrior. And Gideon looked around to see who, who, was, who were they talking about. Mm. You talking about me? But look what God did. He, actually what God did was he delivered Israel with only 300 men against armies of thousands. And, and the reason why he did that was he wanted to show Gideon, it's not by your might and by your strength, but it's by my spirit. It's by me. I'm the one that's leading and guiding this operation. And so this is just another one of those stories where we can see people saying that today. I've had people say that. Where's God in all this? Where's God throughout all this you know, this virus? And where's God as the, it feels like we're getting more and more government control over us? Where is God? That's the same thing Gideon asked. Well, God, why are you not doing something about this? Because God calls us to do things through faith. Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about before, that's where the prayers got to come in and things like that. And so we well, you know what happened. Gideon's sitting there. Yeah. And he's he's had mind control happen. Yeah, he has. You know, he's let the circumstances around him, mm-hmm. what the government in power said. Yeah. All this stuff come in and jack up his mind. And you know what shifted? is when he heard from the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And so he had to hear from the Lord. So he had to put his phone away. Couldn't be on his iPhone. <laughs> right. Had to, had to put things away. Yeah. And actually be able to say, who, me? Yeah. You know, like, and, and that's another thing, too, is he didn't go, well, yeah, I am a mighty man. Right. You know, like, he was humble about <laughs> it. And uh, that, I, yeah. I always appreciate that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But he heard from the Lord, and that's what shifted that mind control that had taken place in him yeah. and started to free him from that and actually kind of go under a new mind control. That's right. So people talk about being brainwashed and you know all that <laughs> stuff. Were we talking about that this morning? Yeah, we were. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I thought, that feels new. Yeah. People talk about being brainwashed, and it's yeah. like, some people need their brainwashed. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. They've had so washed much right carnality put in it's there. Right. It needs to be washed away yeah, it does. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And Amen. so that's what shifted for Gideon. Yeah. That's what's going to shift for you. Right. That's what's going to shift for all of us. Right. But we have to hear from the Lord. Yes, sir. And there's, there's promises, like I said earlier, that are made to us. Promises that Jesus made himself directly to us. And so let, let's read John 14. All right, it says, starting in verse 16, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, 
that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, be ye know him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. That's KJV. We're going to need a modern translation, Doug. <laughs> well, the modern translation is <laughs> that Jesus was getting ready to leave the apostles, but he was telling them, don't worry, because I'm sending the comforter to you. I'm going to send you the Holy Ghost. And you know who the Holy Ghost is, because the Holy Ghost is with you right now, and I shall be in you. I won't leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So Jesus was letting them know that even though he was getting ready to leave this earth physically, the Spirit of God was going to come, and it was going to dwell in them, and they would know that he was with them. That's the promise that we have as born-again believers. We have the promise of the Holy Ghost. We have the promise that the Holy Spirit will lead us. It's a counselor. It's a friend. It'll lead you. It'll help you. Um, And so that is one of those promises we have. So whenever Jesus left, he told the disciples what? He said, go and wait in Jerusalem until you get the promise of the Father, the Holy Ghost, and then you're going to be endued with power And then you're going to go out and you're going to start doing these mighty works. You're going to start going out and you're going to uh, spread this gospel. You're going to start in Jerusalem and Judea, Samaria, and to the outermost parts of the world. And so that's what they did. Once again, what did the disciples do, Vince? They went to the upper room. The Bible says they were in one accord. They were all there praying. There's about 120 people there. And what happened? They stayed there until they were endued with that power, the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost come, that's when they went out and they began to teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we, we see that that is a promise. Um, and you see that all throughout the book of Acts, like you were talking about earlier, when we see the history and what happens there. And so they're united together. The disciples set the world on fire and they... That same promise that the disciples had, the Bible says that that's for us. When you read uh, Acts 2.38, it says to repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So we have this promise that if we, we're not going to get to this today, but if we get to Ephesians 6, if you read that about the armor of God, that's how we battle up. That's how we get ready, and we do it in the spiritual. All right, we want to pray with you. Go to endtime.com slash contact. Fill out the form there and our team will join with you through what you're going with and be joining you in prayer. This has been End of the Age brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.